Hello and welcome to the Remain Seated Please podcast number seven. Uh, This is the Tokyo Disney podcast, and uh, here's the story. We recorded this podcast back in November, and we had it done, and we talked about Christmas, and we had some great news, and we did the first half, which was the Tokyo Disneyland Park. Well, here we are in the end of January, uh, and we're just posting the podcast for the first time. Um, but fear not, we are going to record the Tokyo Disney Sea podcast, which I think is what I was so intimidated to talk about. So please enjoy the first half of our Tokyo Disneyland podcast and the return of Remain Seated, please. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Welcome. Well, come in. Let's put on the show. Your cadaverous pallor. Aloha. Betrays an aura of foreboding. Hang on to them hats and glasses. And now, ladies and gentlemen, remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Hello, and welcome to Remain Seated, Please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. So for this podcast, what we're going to do, we're going to split this up into a two-part series. This one will be about Tokyo Disneyland, which is the lesser of the two parks, but uh, still a pretty good experience. Next podcast will be Tokyo Disney Sea. Yes, you went to Tokyo and visited Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea. Did I you did. love it? I did. Um, I, it was interesting because I I feel like I'm getting more of an appreciation for it now that I'm home than I did while I was there. Um, but not not to say I took it for granted while I was there. Like I tried to take in everything. I was looking at things and said, I will never see this again. Take it in. But looking back at the pictures uh, just this past week. Um, it really was pretty and pretty much an incredible trip. Does Tokyo Disney Sea is it as good as everyone says? Well, I heard it was the greatest Disney park, and I cannot give it that title. I can't do it. What do you think? Well, of course, Disneyland is. Yeah. Isn't well, it? that's the thing. Is yeah, you can't even Magic Kingdom. I would say is a better park. Re- um, be- better than Tokyo Disney Sea? Yeah. I don't even think Magic Kingdom is the best at Disney World. Uh. I think something Epcot's about better. it. I love Epcot, and I would probably knee-jerk reaction would be to say that it's my favorite Walt Disney World park. But there's a feeling I get when I'm at Magic Kingdom that I don't get at Epcot that I love. So, and it's probably that it's so close to Disneyland. But anyway, there, that that old that old model, the Disneyland model, um, to me is still the best park. I can't put it into words. However, Tokyo Disneyland is terrible, and I would not recommend it. To- why do you think it's terrible? It's it's like a bad Magic Kingdom. It's, it's well, why? Just because of the layout? I think it's bigger than Magic Kingdom. I don't know on paper if that's true, but it certainly feels it. It was way more crowded, and we really tried to calculate our trip to be in the most dead time. So we, our plan was, let's go on a Tuesday and Wednesday between Halloween and Christmas. It's got to be crazy for Halloween, so we'll go after that craziness, and everybody will be very excited waiting for Christmas. Uh, no, at Tokyo Disneyland, I mean, I sent you a picture from outside the park. There were probably over a thousand people waiting to get in at rope drop. Um, and they are in <laughs> full sprint as soon as the rope drops. Full sprint into the park. Like, no, no, uh, no regard for any cast members. And all the cast members do is this. Stop. No, please. 
I guess they've just given up on trying, but it's nuts. And they must all have a destination because we got to the hub and took a picture in front of the partner statue and there's nobody in, it looks like we're in the park alone, but the park is also that big. Um, it's huge. And the layout is interesting because as you know, their main street is more of a T-shape than, than a straight, it doesn't go straight down. Um, and because of the T-shape, it goes into Tomorrowland and into Adventureland. Their main street is called World Bazaar. Correct. Right? Yeah. And it's covered, right? Yes. They love their covered shopping areas in Tokyo. Now, is it covered with like a glass ceiling? Yeah, it looked like it was maybe a, some sort of tinted glass. Um, and probably because I hear it's unbearably hot there in the summers. And it rains a lot in Japan because it's an island. Um, luckily, it didn't rain either of the days we were at the parks. You said it's bigger than Magic Kingdom. It certainly felt like it because of the layout, yeah. Is it as spread out, the walkways, as Magic Kingdom, or is it closer like Disneyland? World Bazaar is pretty tight based on traffic alone because that's the first place that people are coming in. When we got there, nobody was shopping. So we almost thought maybe we should shop at like their equivalent of the Emporium and Disneyana and stuff like that. But um, but later at night, it gets very, very crowded in that area and uh, and it's very, very tight. But when you go out to the right into Tomorrowland or in, over to the left into Adventureland, it opens up tremendously. And I think they plan that that way because of the uh, the sheer numbers of people that visit the parks. So I'm looking at the map. The first thing I notice is Pirates of the Caribbean is basically on Main Street. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it was funny because we were looking for it on the map, and I had to go all the way back to Main Street to find it on the map. But when you walk, so if you, I assume you're making kind of a U-turn to get to it. Well, if you don't go down that other side of World Bazaar, if you go down that side of World Bazaar, if you're facing the castle and you go to the uh, to the left, um, you uh, you're pretty much it's it ends up in front of you. And I would say it's where we would assume Jungle Cruise would be. Yeah. Where you can't technically walk. So. It's so weird because... Basically where the Carnation uh, Cafe is now, imagine you could walk through that to um, Jungle Cruise, and that's where Pirates is. Yeah, it's so strange to have Pirates then the Jungle Cruise. Also because this yeah. Pirates looks so similar to the one here. Yeah, it really does. It looks like ours did, especially before they dug the trench to build the, uh, to build the queue. Yeah, but uh, you know, why don't we go through the park and talk about certain rides? Sure, yeah. At least the how do you want to do it? Do you want to do? Uh, we'll start from the left. We'll okay, start, yeah. Let, we didn't go that way. We we ran we straight. We were well. We ran straight through the castle and went to. Oh, that's uh, that's gonna be too hard to keep track yeah, of. Yeah. So, um, well, the first thing that comes up to the left is Pirates of the Caribbean. So, how was Pirates? Pirates was way better than Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World. Very similar to ours here, with the exception that. Our auctioneer animatronic is the technology that they use for Barbosa. You know, I remember uh, looking at old videos and stuff that the captain before Barbosa, uh -huh. he was always a sophisticated animatronic like that. Like, yeah. He was always like the premier animatronic where the premier animatronic here is the auctioneer. Yeah. Um, I did notice it has the skeletons. Only one waterfall, though, right? Yeah, I feel like maybe there is only one waterfall. One waterfall, and it has all the skeletons except the one in the bed, right? Correct, because where the one in the bed is is where our drinking 
pirates are. The one with the drink going through his belly and all. Right, they're on the other side. Correct. Although I do really like their uh, their storm scene. It seems a little more detailed, and you can see the the ship captain a little more clearly. Oh. When you see the last of the arsenal scene, how much right. longer? Jack until Sparrow's you... to your right, and right. that is actually I took took video of that. It's actually I think you would prefer that because there's a great animatronic bird that he talks to. Yes, it is a fine treasure indeed. Is that not true, my chromatic winged beast? Drink up, me um, And then the other thing that I noticed in the video was that they still have the guy on the barrels, but to the left of the guy on the cannon, right? Yes, and I actually thought that was a different setup. It was different setup, and I, I took a really great picture of them because the the actual animatronics looked a little more detailed. Um, or at least, like, you kept asking me, do I like things better? And for the most part, like, Pirates, I only rode once. I would not say I like it better, but I loved how the things that were different were different because it was new. So I wouldn't say I liked it better, but it was different. That arsenal seems, seems seems so much better. Wouldn't it be great if they still had our barrel guy still there, just on the other side? Yeah, why, why not? Yeah, why wouldn't they move him there? Yeah. I don't know. So pirates, pirates was pirates by and large the same ride, pretty much the same. It, it it was like oh the proportions here are different. It's kind of this room seems smaller. Oh this room seems bigger. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean the sights were the same. I almost started counting the chickens in the auction scene again. What about Jungle Cruise? Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Jungle Cruise. Uh, yeah, Jungle Cruise. It's it's a more grandiose ride. Like our ride, I felt like I walked past for five years before I realized that it was there. Um, and 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 for good reason. It's very overgrown with trees. It's it's very dark and and sort of not mysterious, but I don't know. It just sort of blends into itself. So I, does it seem like the Jungle Cruise here is more of a natural environment? Yeah. Well, once you get on it, it was, it, besides going uh, clockwise, whereas the two Jungle Cruise attractions that I've been on have been counterclockwise, this one uh, operates going the other way. Uh, the layout um, is pretty similar to how I remember Magic Kingdom's uh, Jungle Cruise. There's a cavern, which is oh. great. The bathing elephant scene is great, and I got a really great picture of Bertha. Were there any differences in the ride? Animatronics or anything? No. Um, there were a lot of alligators. Mm. They love their alligators. Um, so there was an alligator scene, but uh, other than that, it was by and large the same. Right. Um, they don't have Trader Sam. They have some weird fat guy on the other side, on the to the right of you. And it seemed like the same idea... I, again, I couldn't understand what the guy was saying. It was all in Japanese. But. Well, was that the Trader Sam that's at Disney World? Fat guy with a top hat and an umbrella? Yeah, I guess it is the same, but I guess I didn't... I don't remember him at Disney World, I guess. Okay. I'll, you know why, though? I was spoiled because the two times we went on the Jungle Cruise at Disney World, we had probably the greatest skipper of all time. And we could have had the greatest skipper of all time in Tokyo. We just, we, we'll never know. <laughs> it all sounds nonsense to you. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at this map, it looks like there's a train that doesn't go around the whole park, but only around uh, Adventureland and uh, Westernland. Yeah, there is, is no Land? yeah, there is no perimeter train like the Disneyland Railroad. They have the Western River Railroad that loads upstairs 
of uh, the Jungle Cruise. And that train, it appears to be going clockwise, but because it doesn't go around the entire park at some points, I mean, it's really interesting how the, the path that it takes because it goes around the rivers of America and then swings back and goes through Western land and ends up back at Jungle Cruise. <laughs> Now, does it go through Big Thunder Mountain? Yes. We were riding it, and I said, okay, this is great, but it's sort of boring because there's a lot of just jungle. Like, you're just riding. Imagine the stretch between Main Street and uh, New Orleans, Orleans Square. Square. I love that stretch. But imagine that, <laughs> like, for way too long. Okay. Um, then there's a pit stop in, like, a western town, but it's a ghost town. There's nobody there. When you go around the back of Big Thunder, you end up going around the back of the Rivers of America, so you see the other side of the great Indian scene that they have there, the teepees, the Native Americans, you know, waving at the people. There's a whole scene on the back side of that you can't see from the Rivers of America, so you get a great view of that. Then you start seeing, well, you go around Splash Mountain. I don't remember if we went through it or not, um, it doesn't look like it. No, way. you just kind of go around the front of it, and then you go back through Western Village toward Big Thunder, and you the, the part of Big Thunder that you see is the uh, the part where the train goes through the rib cage of the of the fossilized Tyrannosaurus, and then th they also have the the icy snow cap area that uh, Walt Disney World has. Um, okay. Then you see another. Uh, set of dinosaur bones. Then you go into a cave, and I was like, oh, what's this? And it's the diorama. Really? They have the diorama, but they, they don't have the dinosaur bones part of the ride. They The dinosaur bones part is Big Thunder, the dinosaur bones you see there. Then I'm assuming there was a voiceover telling us we were going to travel back in time. And you see the diorama, I got great video of it. I mean, it's very, it's exactly the same, but it was cool, it was very unexpected. Now, no Grand Canyon though, right? No. Nah. It, well, it's the Grand Canyon right. millions of years ago. But uh, I got video of it. And so it had the can... Triceratops and everything? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Yeah, I wanna see that video. Yeah, it was, it was, it it was sounds like I'd very unexpected. Attraction. It was very unexpected, we did not, uh, we didn't think that was gonna happen. Yeah. So that was fun, and then and then pretty much right after that, you're back at the station. All right. Well, before we get to Big Thunder, I just want to uh, see what your thoughts were on it, the Tiki Room over there. Uh, it was funny. We went on the Tiki Room pretty late in the day. That was one of the last things that we did. Um, and they still have the Stitch Takeover party thing. They only had Aloha. Stitch. Aloha. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. At uh, Disney World, it was Iago and Z Zazu. Oh, okay. So this is the Stitch thing. Um, we were asked if we wanted a... Uh, it said, ask about English translation. And then the Japanese girl came up and very nice. She was like, Are you sh do, you want, do you want this in English? I was like, is it at a different time or something? Like, do we have to come back at a different time? And it didn't... We were a little confused, so I said, no, I said, is this in Japanese? She said, yes. I was like, then that's perfect. I, I, don't, I almost don't want to understand it. Um, and then Susie really sort of did. So the woman came and handed her a piece of paper. So Susie was like, oh, I guess we just read this and it'll tell us what it's about. And I was like, no, that's the instructions for the thing she's about to bring you. <laughs> so Susie sort of took it for granted for a second. I said, no, those are the instructions for the screen. And they basically give you a screen like at Epcot 
uh, when you go to the Circle Vision movies um, that has the uh, the English translation. I never saw that at Epcot. If you well, it's interesting. At Epcot, I think they give you a mirror, and up above, behind you. Uh, in any of the Circle Vision screens is a is a I always saw that I wondered what yeah so I guess they give you a mirror and so you read it backwards but it's the same idea it was a screen Um, I didn't hate it Um, the they had a lot of the same songs with different arrangements Um, and then the Stitch animatronic was actually pretty cool Um, Mm. I wouldn't like it at Disneyland at all but I would say it's worth seeing at uh, at Tokyo Disneyland. Very nice. It was probably one of the highlights. It was a thing that was different. It was fami- familiar yet different. And uh, the the gag that they're kind of doing with working Stitch in, it sort of works. So, Well, from there, uh, Big Thunder Mountain, any differences? Um, it was sort of like the Magic Kingdom one. I would say it's the queue area is a lot like Magic Kingdom where you go into a mine shaft and then they end up, you end up going down underneath the load area like into a mine to get in the ride and then uh i don't remember the magic kingdom cavern scene but this one seemed to be the biggest and longest cavern scene i've been on um if i remember correctly the cavern scene at big thunder at disney world is pretty much exactly the same as the one here just everything to look at is on the opposite side okay then this is a lot larger and longer there's more to look at um and is really I, I the first thing I thought was Robert's gonna love this, so it was pretty neat. Yeah, I think you you do a couple more turns. I mean, it's not much larger, but it's is it there's similar, more to see. Similar track layout. Uh, yeah. After the ride sort of starts, there are a couple lifts. I, I think there was a. Does go. it have that section where you make all those circles? Do yeah. Yeah. Do they go to the right or to the left? I think to the right. Like at Disneyland. Yeah. Okay. They go to the left at Disney World. Maybe they go to the left. What I was sort of interested in, what I really love at Disney World, is there's a par- there's a portion of the track where it feels like you're going, like as the ride is going pretty quickly, it kind of dips to the side, like left to right a lot uh-huh. um, as you're going. And that didn't happen in Tokyo. It was pretty much just straight away. I see. Um, but it was, I mean, it was, it was what it was. It was a great roller coaster. But if I started looking to nitpick differences of things, I, I wouldn't say that it was any better or worse than any of them. Let's move on to Splash Mountain. Any differences? Uh, it was very, very tight. I would say park and resort wide everything was just a little shorter in the leg room and just short enough that it really really bugged me people um, are shorter there i guess do you sit next to someone or yes you sit so Susie and i sat next to each other it wasn't um tandem like we have here um there was the whole outdoor section and the indoor se- you know there was a great scene with the birds going fishing that i've never that i've never seen i don't think they had that at Magic Kingdom, and I know we don't have that here. Um, and there was something about that scene I just really, really liked. But by and large, I mean, you pretty much saw the things you expected to see from the ride. Yeah. Um, did and, they sing in Japanese? Uh, they did, I think. I think it's in Japanese. I think I just remembered too late. That was the first audio recording I took at the parks. What about the Rivers of America Mark Twain? Uh, 
Felt like the same amount of ride. Um, Tom Sawyer Island is similarly sized. I would say it's pretty big. Um, Did uh, pirates take over Tom Sawyer? Nope. And they they had some amazing uh, walk through uh, dark. Some engine Joe caverns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really, really cool. At one point, we were taking really slow shutter. Uh, photography to try to capture the the things and I was posing and a, mo- a woman and her child came up and they they stopped so I was like oh that's nice they're stopping for the uh, for the photo and then I moved and I freaked them out they thought I was an animatronic or something <laughs> just in regular clothes yeah yeah I had a hoodie on like it was so funny but I, I we were you know I was posing for a long time because the shutter it was probably a five second shutter or whatever so but yeah, it was pretty hilarious, the look on her face. Um, the Mark Twain was all in Japanese, and I got audio of that. Was the Mark Twain whistle in Japanese? Oh, gosh. The Mark Twain song was in Japanese, except for the part where they said, Mark Twain. Do they, they, they let you drive it? No, I didn't notice anybody going up there, so that may not be something they offer there. Uh, it goes the same direction, but you get on sort of where we would assume we get on for uh, the canoes at Disneyland, if I was to compare it. Let's move on to Fantasyland. Now, is it strange to have the Haunted Mansion in Fantasyland? I thought it would be, and, and I suppose it was more strange at night um, to see it because I was trying to get a nice long picture of it, but Dumbo was in the way. So it was sort of strange. Uh, but it, but looking at it, it's pretty much the same area where it is at Disney World. Like, that's pretty much where Liberty Square is. Yeah, yeah, except there was no wall <laughs> to keep the two separate. Right. Um, but yes, I w- it's similarly placed. I would say if you were if you were to compare it, it's sort of where the Swiss Chalet is, where you would have gotten on the Sky Buckets. Now, while you were there, it was Haunted Mansion Holiday or Holiday Nightmare, I think they call it. Uh, yeah, uh, Haunted Mansion Holiday Nightmare. Yeah. And how was that? It was pro- it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen for sure. Um, it's all it's everything I love about the Haunted Mansion in Florida with all the decorations and more for Haunted Mansion Holiday. And all the decorations were as elaborate? Yeah, absolutely. Did they have any of the new special effects like up above with the... Uh... No, but their Haunted Mansion stained glass uh, was obviously the their their mansion, not ours. Right. Um, they only have one changing portrait and the changing portrait is in the foyer but the foyer is decorated a lot better than ours is foyer foyer um uh and there's sort of two entryways there's an entryway to get into the foyer and there's nothing really in there it's just very dark um but uh the whole queue is pretty much set up like magic kingdom minus the interactive queue their scarecrow their pumpkin crow the pumpkin king looking thing uh is kind of behind a gate now, looking at some photos online, it looks like the landscaping is so much better there than Disney World for the Haunted Mansion. No. No? Landscaping outside the mansion? Yeah. No, at least not that I saw. I wasn't impressed. I would say there's almost no real estate for landscape there. Really? Yeah. I mean, there was a whole part of the queue that was not open that we didn't go to. So oh. the, the parks were light, I guess, for that. 
but um, maybe that's why. But it's no, the thing I loved about the thing I love about the Magic Kingdom at Florida is it looks like the mansion's atop a hill with a huge grassy area outside it and a whole graveyard to the to the right, and that there's nothing like that uh, in in Tokyo. So for the Haunted Mansion holiday, what do they do in the scenes that are not at Disneyland's? Oh, in the huge library scene is an amazing animatronic of Zero decorating a Christmas tree. Um, with the uh, with the busts around that that follow you, um, that's not the center of the scene. In in between all that is a huge uh, Christmas tree and zero floating around the tree 360. It looks like he's uh, hanging tinsel from the tree. Mm. Um, and in the observatory scene or the greenhouse scene, what would you call it? The conservatory. Conservatory, sorry. Um, Scary Teddy is playing the piano to Sally, who's sitting there l- listening uh, on, and it's oh, really a great scene. Not the conservatory scene, well, kind of, but it's the where they have the playing piano by itself usually. Right, okay, right, yeah. Right, right. Well, I don't know, because I just yeah. saw it, but yeah. Um, Sally is there next to the piano, kind of looking at the Teddy playing the... Uh, so if I remember correctly, the layout of Disney World, the scene after that would be the endless hallway, right? Correct, and that's similar to ours. Pretty much from then on, it's... But then after that, they have the conservatory scene, which I thought you were talking about, with the coffin and the guy coming out, right? Right, that's the same. Do they have the uh, new scene with all the stairways? No. Okay. But that was okay. I mean, that's really the only difference between the two mansions at this point. Yeah. And the better audio, but even then, I wouldn't say that they don't have the better audio. I've never been on the regular attraction, so... All right. And everything else is pretty much the same. How about the yeah. last scene? They have a gingerbread house, but you can't smell it, and it was a lot smaller. I have a picture of that. Right. Jack and Sally are in the uh, are in the ballroom scene. Uh, get, Jack is giving Sally a present in silhouette in the window, and it's an amazing shot. And they had really great... Like, we have snowflakes hanging from the trees and things. They have skeletons. Like, not full-size skeletons, but... Rather than it even being a snowflake with a skeleton on it, it's a snowflake-sized skeleton. It was really neat. Oh, Something good. I really liked about it. And it seemed like there's just more snow around, maybe. Maybe because they actually have some there. But uh, hmm. that's about it. Very nice. What about the uh, dark rides of Fantasyland? How were they? Uh, we only went on Snow White because Pinocchio... I, I Googled it, and Pinocchio is the same as ours. Snow White is already a weird acid trip at Disneyland. It's like taking acid and going on our ride, okay? So like it's it's pretty out there. Um, you don't get to the dwarves' mine until halfway through the ride. There's a whole like scene, a couple scenes before it, setting up the witch. So it's really kind of neat. Did you do Small World? We didn't. We skipped it. But the exterior looked the same. It looked exactly like it was all Christmased up. Um, except it, it, it was sort of a, a smaller version of ours and a much smaller queue. Maybe a queue sort of like uh, Magic Kingdoms, where it's sort of inside. Teacups were covered there. Philhar Magic was fun because it was all in Japanese. But the same video. Same video. Right? Same. Toontown? Any good? Nope. Everything was the same. I Googled it. Um, uh, no Roger, Roger Rabbit, Ra- though. Did they, they have Roger Rabbit, and it was the same ride. Um, Did you go on it? No, because the key, uh, the line was kind of long, and we were we were trying to get on Pooh. Pooh Where's Pooh? Is in Fantasyland, and Pooh is probably that's up there in probably my top five Disneyland ride Disney rides of all time. There, Winnie the Pooh. There, Winnie the Pooh. Why? It's a trackless ride system, uh-huh. and it's just mind blowing the type of stuff that happens. Like what? Um, 
Well, getting used to the trackless ride system at first, the first time we went on it, I was just in awe of how the ride was operating. Like, I, I, I didn't look at too much because uh, they load it three cars at a time. So it's like, okay, it's trackless, I guess, but we're all three going to go together. But as soon as you go into the first scene, you're all independent of each other and you move, like, into a group next to each other. And then you randomly all three move into another group into the next scene. And so you're looking at stuff. And then it takes you into a huge room where probably 9 to 12 of you are all going around in this random... Like, it's at any point you could run into each other, and you don't. And it's all in control, but there is no track on the ride. It's completely randomized. And they have an extra car that goes around that room with you with characters... Uh, uh, not woozles, but characters from the Winnie the Pooh world in well, that it that are kind of going around with you. Are they and just, you are stop... They, are in, they just like plastic? Yeah. And you stop in front of a couple scenes. Like, there's one that's a mirror that uh, that an animation happens in the mirror that's kind of messing with you. There's a cannon you stop in front of that fires at you and it smells like honey. Um, it's incredible. And then when you meet Tigger, the entire... They've created a parallax effect where the the car you're in has, a, has something that raises up and down. So it seems like you're bouncing. Then the video is bouncing, and then there's two layers of scenery that bounce in different. Like the 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 parallax effect that they've created there is so immersive. It's so incredible. The bouncing that happens when Tigger comes into the room. It's it's just insane. I can't praise that ride enough. It's just incredible. Trackless ride systems the future of Disney rides for sure. That sounds like another great one. Now, so yeah, Winnie the Pooh. We went on twice. The queue. It reminded me a lot of. Uh, of Maurice's uh, workshop at uh, the Beauty and the Beast experience in the new Fantasyland at Magic Kingdom. Did it have um, anything like that near? No, but it was very detailed like that, um, where you were inside Christopher Robin's house. Does he have like dolls around and stuff? Yeah, and he's got he's got a really great tricycle with a big blue balloon on it. It's great. Moving to Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. What is this Monsters Inc. ride and go seek? That was pretty neat. It was sort of like Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters, except you have a flashlight that you have to flash onto the helmet of uh, of Monsters, Inc. employees, and they would light up, and I, I think you were finding... Again, we didn't really know what was happening, but we got how to play the game, and it was a lot of fun. I think you're trying to find the chameleon guy. What's Randall. Name? Yeah. I think you're trying to find him or Boo or something, but you're basically shining a light on all these. And they're all over oh, the place. Boo. They're up in buildings. They're all over the place. And they don't, I don't think they keep score or take a picture of you. Any animatronics in there? Um, yeah. I mean, almost everything you're shining a light on is an animatronic. Oh. Um, so. Sounds better than Astro Blasters. Yeah. I, I was just trying. It, it's, it's an interactive game type of ride. Right. Uh, dark ride. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was really, really neat. Um, the animatronics all look and and feel the same way that you, that they look at California Adventure. So their mouths don't move or anything. Um, no, but it's a really cool ride, and I feel like it's something they could actually incorporate in our park if they change the ride vehicles. It seems like a really easy layover. You did not go on Buzz Lightyear or Captain EO. We skipped those. Um, Captain EO is where our Buzz Lightyear is. Buzz Lightyear is where our Star Tours is. How Space Mountain? Uh, skippable. It's exactly like ours, but the old way. No music. How did the track feel? Was it? Uh, it felt fine. Like, but I I don't remember the track at Space Mountain here being bad. So, it's skippable because there's no music. 
uh, there's nothing different about it. But I mean, it's not skippable if that's the only one you know, though. Like if you live there, what yeah. do you mean? Oh yeah, like no, I'm it's a fine it, ride. It's fine. But yeah, it's only me, skippable there, because yeah. you've been on it here. Correct. Yeah. Just like how I skip Buzz Lightyear because it wasn't any different, and I skip right. Captain EO because I've seen it, and it wasn't going to be in Japanese. Not because it was bad, but just correct. It was too yeah. similar. Correct. Uh, okay. um, the only thing I will say is that you get on it. The the queue is how ours used to be before our new Tomorrowland in the nineties. So there is an escalator that takes you up to oh, that's the neat. front of it. So it was sort of like stepping like a blast from the. It was sort of like stepping into a blast because there's no music on it. You could see inside the ride from the queue. So that type of stuff was fun. It was like going back to the nineties. Well, I think that's it about attractions. We ate at the Great American Waffle Company, and uh, I mean it was fine. It was like eat, eating a Mickey Mouse waffle. It was everything you expected. Um, they had like a special one. But I don't want to try. I don't want to experiment for breakfast. Breakfast is very serious for me, and the Japanese don't take it very seriously. So I wanted to uh, have myself a waffle for the first time because we'd already been there a week and a half before we went to the parks, and I was missing there. Oh, the Pizza Port had a really cool thing that was. It it was kind of it kind of replaced what I assumed was missing with the absence of sunny eclipse. There was a woman. There was like a a weird alien chick controlling like the pizza making machine but it was like her first day and she was being yelled at by her boss that she wasn't doing it fast enough or well enough yeah, um, so neat. that was kind of fun yeah. and it was on the second level of so when you exit um star tours which you didn't ask me about um because Who cares about star tours no i care about star tours because the queue there is way incredible it's the best star tours queue because you go into a spaceport at the beginning it looks like you're at an airport and you're seeing like all these like ships that like oh look at these technologies we used to have. Then you go into the old um, journey through inner space type queue adventure, but adventure through inner space. Sorry, but get this: Rex has two friends and they're hitchhiking. They're oh. hitchhiking droids. It's so cool. Did you get a photograph? I did. And then uh, when you when you exit uh, Star Tours, you're on the second level of Tomorrowland. So that's how I saw that animatronic pizza employee. Oh, then did you run down and get some pizza from her? No, I wanted to, but again, we were we were in a rush. I did get pizza from Westernland. I assume that when you go there, the thing that everyone wants to get is to try all the different popcorns. Yeah, that's like their big gimmick there, and they all have different um, they all have different people churning the popcorn. I, my plan was to get pictures of all of that. Uh, what are the different types of popcorn you have there? Um. Let's see if I can remember. There was chocolate, there was strawberry, there was soy sauce and salt, there was salt, there was pepper, there was corn, basic corn flavored popcorn. Uh, that was, it sounds weird, but it was actually very good. Um, kind of like, tasted like corn pops, um, like eating corn pops. There was um, curry, there was milk tea, which we did not like. I think that was it. What was your favorite? I really liked the soy sauce one and the corn one. Yeah, that sounds good. The pepper one sounds good. Uh, yeah, the cracked black pepper one was okay. But Susie could have sworn. Do we have that at Disneyland? I, t I didn't think we had that. Not popcorn. Yeah, I didn't think so. All right. Did you see any fireworks while you were there or anything? No, the fireworks show was canceled at right, right. Uh, the Magic Kingdom when we wanted to see it. Uh, and what was interesting is even before it got canceled, it didn't seem like anybody was standing around to watch the the fireworks and then i was like well where do the fireworks happen because it didn't look like anybody was being stopped from walking through the castle or anything it said park wide so i'm not huh. sure how the fireworks work there but then when we went to disney sea i saw it was the same deal so i think they do one fireworks show for uh, both parks that you can see I from see. both parks clever 
So yeah, I guess that's about it uh, with the park. If you have any questions, you can leave comments in the blog um, and uh, we can cover that before we start the Disney Sea on the next podcast. Um, but it was uh, it was a fun park. Very, very crowded. I uh, Now that I've seen it, I don't need to go back, I would say. Don't need to go back. I want to go. You should, but I don't know that you'll be able to handle the crowds. We yeah. When we went up to the Disney Gallery, it was such a release of all the tension we had from being around so many people and they're very rude. The cast members are very polite. The locals are very rude at the parks. No one queues for taking pictures with characters. The characters barely have a wrangler. The characters are basically wrangling the crowd themselves. It's insane. Um, so yep, that's it. Uh, next podcast will be about Disney Sea. Tokyo mm. Disney Sea. <laughs> yeah, uh, as opposed to all the other Disney Sea. Which will feature such attractions as Tower of Terror, Indiana Jones, and Journey to the Center of the Earth. Temp- what, uh, Indiana Jones and Temple of Crystal Skull. That's right. Indiana Jones Adventure is it? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Crystal well, the map's skull. right there. We can't be bothered yeah. to go down and look at it. Um, and uh, journey to the center of the earth and twenty thousand leagues under the sea. And that Little Mermaid area. No, you, here, I'll, Queen Mary. <laughs> one of my favorite, actually, one of my favorite attractions there um, that I had never heard a thing about was Sinbad's Storybook Voyage. Oh, I've seen, I've seen it's some video of that. It's such a great ride. Sinbad. I love that ride. Aquatopia. Yeah, I don't know what that ride was, but it was a trip. It was just, it was just. Save it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I guess we'll wrap it up. You know where to find us, right? We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. RemainSeatedPlease.com is the blog. And uh, for Remain Seated Please, I'm David. And I'm Robert. Bye. Bye. Yay. Well, folks, this concludes our show. There. That wasn't so bad. Was it? I'll see you all a little later. You may not survive to pass this way again. Time to be moving along. Hurry back. And barrel around to see us again.